but it also breaks my heart a little bit because the reality is there's just never going to be the perfect time. I'm here to shatter that idea that if you're waiting for the time when you just have a little more space, a little more time, that time really is just, it's, it's a pipe dream. And so if you've been sitting on the fence about fat loss, if you've been sitting on the fence about changing your diet, creating some of these healthy habits to optimize your nutrition and fitness, I encourage you to just seize the day. Now is the time. Welcome to the Fueled and Fit Podcast, where fitness and nutrition meet motherhood. My name is Janae Wise, otherwise known as the Fit Mom Coach. I'm a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, yoga teacher, mom of eight, and military wife. This is a podcast for busy moms like you and is all about helping you maximize your fitness and optimize your nutrition. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad you're here and hope our time together will be beneficial to you. Before we get started, I want to invite you to follow me on Instagram at the Fit Mom Coach. I post regularly on my stories and love interacting with followers through my stories or DMs. I would love to see you there. I also have a YouTube channel that you might be interested in, which is just my name, Janae Wise, where I share free short format yoga flows and other workouts. I would also love to see you there. Now, on to the show. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. This week's episode is going to be shorter than my usual episodes. I have just had a busy couple of weeks, and so I didn't get a show out last week, and right now I'm recording at 4.30 in the morning. It's kind of one of those hashtag mom life things. I am busy taking on new clients, and I've also... Uh, launched my Accelerate program. So I'm working with those ladies. So I have some new online clients. I have some new in-person personal training clients. And I've also, I just wanted to share with you, I have some life updates to share. Some I'm not quite ready to share yet, but this is part of the reason why I just haven't been able to devote the time that I want to this month to the podcast as well as my YouTube channel. I have a lot of workouts in the queue. I've already recorded them. It's just a matter of editing them and uploading them to YouTube. And it just takes a lot of time. And as a mom of many children, I'm juggling a lot of things right now. And as I said, we we have a lot of things going on. We're preparing for our move to Louisiana. And even though it's not until this summer, if you're a military family, you know that as soon as you get that assignment, you start putting things into place. And it does really take about six plus months if you have that. Sometimes you only have like one or two months notice. But in my husband's particular career field, we usually have about six months to prepare. So we start preparing right away. And one of the things that we've started 
on is looking at houses. And we started looking a couple of months ago when we found out that we were going back to the States. We have, as I mentioned before, been living in Japan for three years and we've been living in an apartment. So for a family of 10 living in an apartment, even though it's a large apartment, it's been a trial. We live on the seventh floor. We do not have a yard, obviously. And we feel a little bit like caged animals at times. So we are ready to break free from from this uh, prison, if you will, and move back to the States. Japan has given us a lot, and it's a beautiful country, and we feel privileged to have spent almost five years here. By the time we leave, it'll be five years, two years in Okinawa and three years in Tokyo. But God bless America. We love the States, and this is part of the reason why my husband and myself uh, – have decided to serve our country for, you know, the past 10 years and and probably at least 10 more years to go. So one of the things that we did last week was we bought a house. So obviously buying a house is a long drawn out process, but for the past couple of months, we've been looking at homes, even though it was super early, but we like to get ahead of the game and we didn't want to be in a rush and we found a home that suits us perfectly. It's in a great location. I mentioned on my Instagram stories, this home is very close to my husband's work. So he'll be able to bike, biking to the store, the library, work, school. It's very important to us. Our teenagers all have bikes. My husband and I have bikes. We have a bike trailer. We like biking. So finding a location where we could easily bike around was really important to us. And so we found an old home. It's about 100 years old. Beautiful, historic southern home, 3,500 square feet, which is going to feel like a dream because it's on a half an acre. <laughs> and it will be spacious and fit our needs. So that's what we were doing last week was just the back and forth of offers and counter offers. And we finally came to an agreement. So we now have that house under contract. And that was just, that was a lot of work. So I hope you'll forgive me being on a personal note this week, but I just kind of, that's part of, you know, what I do and who I am is I'm a mom and I live life while I also coach and train clients and I just want to be transparent with what I have going on because that is what I do. I try to help clients understand that there really is no perfect time, quote, perfect time to take care of yourself. So I have been in and out of childbirth for the past 17, almost 18 years. I've been in the childbearing phase of either being pregnant, just had a baby, or about to get pregnant again. So there really has never been kind of a dull moment in my life. And I could have made the excuse uh, over the past 18 plus years, almost 18 years, that I just don't have the time. Now's not the time to focus on myself. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to eat right. I could have made those excuses, but I decided very early on in my motherhood journey that I was going to make myself a priority no matter what, no matter what we had going on. If we were about to move, if we were in the middle of a move, if we've just moved, just had a baby, or, you know, in our early years of marriage, while my husband was in law school, you know, we were working several jobs and life was really crazy and we had little children. And all of, during all of that, I just 
had a very firm conviction and commitment to taking care of myself because I knew that if I did not take care of myself, I wouldn't be able to take care of my family. That's definitely part of it. But I also, today I just want to talk real briefly on fat loss and taking care of yourself. So fat loss in and of itself is just kind of just this thing that you can do, but it's tied to a greater goal, which is if you have weight to lose, if you are overweight or obese, you would benefit from fat loss. But just losing the fat is not the only thing that we want to focus on, right? It's how we do that. So why is fat loss so hard? And this is something that I've been talking about with my Accelerate ladies. Some of the ladies have quite a bit of weight that they want to lose to get to a healthy BMI. So we're talking anywhere from 30 to 50 plus pounds. And I'm also, I've worked with clients and I'm currently working with clients who who have that amount of weight to lose as well. So when we're talking trying to lose 45, 50 pounds, that's a lot of weight to lose. And hopefully that's mostly fat. We're not burning into the muscle. You will lose a little bit of muscle as you lose weight, but that's why doing a specific training protocol as well as nutrition is super important because you can really minimize the muscle loss if you if you do it the right way. So this is a conversation that I've been having with my ladies, which is why is fat loss so hard? It feels like such a struggle and are there any ways to make it easier? Obviously, there are ways to make it easier. However, work is work. And I don't know if any of you have gone through the process of, of getting out of debt. My husband and I have. He went to law school. We accrued quite a bit of debt, including private student loans, government subsidized loans, and credit card debt. Um, A number of years ago, we paid off the credit card debt, we paid off the private student loans, and it it was a lot of work, and it required a lot of sacrifice, cutting back on things that we didn't necessarily want to cut back on, but it just, the situation necessitated that, and the same is with fat loss. I do have a cool kind of thing that I want to share with you real quick, and it's last week we actually got a letter. So because of my husband's military service, we were eligible when he first joined to sign up for public loan, you know, public servant loan forgiveness. And so you, it requires that you um, are in a career that is public service. So I believe teachers can qualify if you do military service. I don't know what other sort of public service careers qualify, but I know for sure military service qualified. So we signed up 10 years ago and we had about $100,000 worth of, of government subsidized student loans. So th- those are the loans that qualified. They don't cover private student loans. And like I said, we paid those off several years ago. However, last week we got the letter <laughs> that said that ninety thousand dollars. So the remaining, the remainder, the, re- the remaining balance of the loans, it it was it was paid off. It was forgiven, and we don't owe anything else. And it was such a relief, and it was a it's, it's a true blessing. So that's just a little side note, kind of a a fun thing that happened to our family last week. We've been waiting for ten years for that to happen, and it finally did. 
But going back to this idea of debt and fat loss, very, very similar. If you have excess weight on you, um, fat, if you have extra fat on you, you are kind of in debt. Okay. So why do we store fat so easily? First of all, if you are overweight, obese, no shame, no guilt. We live in a world that really is a, is against us. We have easy access to calories, hyper palatable foods. You're not a weak person. You aren't, it's not a moral failing. It's just, we live in a world that is constantly pushing food on us. And here's another thing. Our bodies are made to store fat. So we're programmed to eat. We're programmed to store fat because guess what? Throughout the history of the world, there's been famine. There have been long stretches of time where we did not have easy access to calories. And if you don't have access to calories, you die. That means death. And so in your body, in your minds, in a very primal way, your mind is programmed to search out for those high calorie foods. There's a reason why calorie dense foods like nuts, seeds, anything that has a lot of calories per bite, why those foods taste really, really good. And why things like celery and cucumbers, which are very low calorie foods, they don't give you that hit of dopamine that something like a cheesecake or a spoonful of peanut butter does. So going back to why fat loss is a challenge, why it's so hard. It just is because our bodies are made to store and keep fat. And we, our bodies also really like homeostasis. I've talked about this a lot with clients and I just really want people to understand that your body actually doesn't like to lose weight, but also it's, it works hard to not gain weight at least quickly. Um, if you have extra fat stores and you've lost weight in the past, those fat stores, sadly, don't go away. Those fat stores are kind of like storage units that are emptied. So when you burn fat in those fat stores, um, those fat cells, those fat cells just shrink, but they always stay there ready to be filled again. So if you're an individual who's never struggled with your weight before, you don't have those extra fat stores. Now, if those fat cells are created when you're a baby. And so if you were an overweight baby or toddler, you already are kind of set up at a disadvantage because those fat stores will always be with you for your, for the rest of your life. So there, there's a lot of science behind this, uh, that we're not, we're just not going to go into today because this is just really more of an informal conversation of, Hey, it's January. We're three weeks into January. And for many of you, maybe fat loss is a goal. And for some of you, maybe if fat loss isn't a goal, just getting healthy and making time for exercise and eating healthy is a priority for you. And so I just wanted to take this time for this show to just say, Tying it back to fat loss um, or just getting healthy. It's a process. It does take time. There's never going to be, quote, the perfect time to to really clamp down and, and focus on the things that you need to focus on. I've had people reach out to me over the past couple of months 
and just say, hey, I really want to make my health a priority, but now is not a right, now's not the right time. Could you save a coaching spot for me, uh, you know, in the spring or in the summer? And I'm happy to do that. I really want to help as many people as I can, but it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I, I, I know that people have, have the best of intentions, really. I, I, I view the world that way. I just want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I know that life is hard and that it's stressful and that we all have a lot on our plates, especially, you know, as wives, as mothers, if you have a full-time job, just a lot of responsibilities and our modern life is not conducive to healthy living. And so I'm sympathetic to that, but also breaks my heart a little bit because the reality is there's just never going to be the perfect time. I'm here to shatter that idea that if you're waiting for the time when you just have a little more space, a little more time, that time really is just, it's, it's a pipe dream. And so if you've been sitting on the fence about fat loss, if you've been sitting on the fence about changing your diet, creating some of these healthy habits to optimize your nutrition and fitness, I encourage you to just seize the day. Now is the time. There's nothing like the present. And so I know this episode has been a little bit scattered, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a life update. I also wanted to just give you some encouragement for your goals, particularly if it's fat loss. Fat loss is not an easy process, which is why I really encourage you to seek help, whether it be from, I mean, obviously, I'm a little bit biased here. I have some self-interest in this, in the sense that it's my, this is my job. My people pay me to help them to lose weight and to get fit. So obviously, I'm a little bit biased. You don't have to pay a coach or a personal trainer, but I do encourage you to reach out for help whether it be through someone, a friend who who really has their nutrition down or fitness or a, a family member or maybe some mom groups. I know there are mom groups throughout the, the states, depending on where you live, where they get together to go walking or even a group fitness exercise class. I encourage you to reach out for community, for support do not try to do it alone. And I also encourage you not to get lost in the minutia of diet books and the details of nutrition. Nutrition science is fascinating and it's important, but a lot of times we just think we need more information. We need more cookbooks. We just need to learn more and know more. And I am here to say, I know a lot more about nutrition science than I did five years ago, or especially 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But when it comes down to the practical application of doing the things that you need to do to actually lose weight and get healthy, you don't need to know all that much, really. Um, Stick to the basics. If you are not willing to do something for the rest of your life, then you really shouldn't be doing it. So if you are losing weight in such a way that it's painful, it's you hate it, you're doing a juice cleanse or just drinking a lot of shakes and powders and 
frozen meals, if, if you're not willing to do that for the rest of your life, here's a hard truth. Don't do it just to lose weight. I teach my clients to lose weight in a way that is sustainable. I don't give them specific meal plans and say, you need to eat kale and quinoa for the next six months to lose weight. I teach them to find the foods and find the approach that they truly love. And from individual to individual, that's going to vary and look different so that they can lose weight and keep it off for the rest of their life. So again, let me repeat that. It's an important piece of information. The way that you are choosing to lose weight needs to be the way that you are going to eat for the rest of your life, which is another reason why I encourage my clients to have a treat every day. Now, if you want your treat to be something like whole foods, like a fruit sorbet, like I make in my Yonana's machine, great. But if you want to have an ice cream bar, you know, every day, I can help you figure out how to make that doable for fat loss and for a sustainable, you know, for the rest of your life to maintain your weight. So I'm going to wrap this up here, but I hope you're having a great week. I hope in the in the coming weeks to be to find some more time to dedicate to this podcast so that we can delve into some of the hot topics of nutrition that I know a lot of people are thinking about this time of year. And I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that people are getting back into fitness and nutrition in January. It's exciting to me. I I don't want people to lose momentum. Naturally, that will happen after a couple of months because people get burned out. And again, that's why I'm all about sustainability. So I don't care how awesome a diet is. If you can't sustain it, what's the point? I want you to choose the least restrictive, most health-promoting diet that you can sustain. And that's going to look a little different from individual to individual. That's it for the show today. If you have not taken the time to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast, will you do so now? Just take a moment, tap the five stars, leave a sentence or two on what you love about the show. I would appreciate it so much. And if you have any feedback for me, suggestions, comments, please reach out to me, send me a DM, email me. I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Keep on keeping on with your goals and remember you are worth it, mama. <laughs>